Hey, girls and gals, I'm Shelby. And I'm Annalisa, and this is She's Too Loud. Uh, now looky, looky, looky here. Yeah. Listen up, all you dorks and geekers. Uh, turn up the volume on your buds and speakers. Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine sneakers. Breath of fresh air for you goons and freakers. Just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush. Two queens, two clowns, she's too loud to turn down yep. if it's too loud, y'all, then I definitely mean it. Yep. These ladies put the G in feminine genius. What? What? Healthy is an outfit that looks different on everybody. Google quote. <laughs> sorry. I shouldn't be allowed to press the button anymore. <laughs> we cut off the author. I'm but so sorry. <laughs> the author is a random quote from Google. It said unknown author from Google. I love that. Well, they're, uh, they're so right. Yeah. Well, anybody? Ev- and <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you all had a great week. Um, it is pouring outside today, so Shelby and I came into the podcast studio um, a little soaked, mm-hmm. but it's okay. You know that, like, the ground has seemed like a big pot of gumbo lately? Like, <laughs> you take a step what? into it, and you get, like, ankle deep. <laughs> knee deep in the water <laughs> <Knee> somewhere <laughs> <laughs> correct <laughs> all right um so uh, for our weekend update um this past week well actually i mean a cu- this last couple of days i've gotten really into well do you know you know the game pigeon games on iGames? yes on, or on iphones mm-hmm. so i i'm a big word hunt person and i haven't played in a while and then there's one of our um new intents to our household um, who started playing me, and I'm I'm now obsessed. We play probably 15 games a day. I'm going to play you right now. Okay, good. And I've won prob... I think my stats are up to, like, 89 wins or something. I'm wow. on the road to 100. <laughs> You're getting close. Yeah, and I, I pride myself in being very good at it. So if anyone out there has my phone number and is listening to this episode, feel free to send me... Word, Word hunt. hunt and challenge the winner of all wins. Mm-hmm. Um, and this past weekend on Friday, Shelby and I finally, after months of paying for this movie subscription that we talked so much <laughs> about, we finally saw another movie. Yes, sir. For Wahoo. Wahoo. For free. Um, so we went out to Robinson. and For free with the subscription that we have, which right, is like 10 right. or 12 bucks a month. So. Right, right, right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But we got Sushi Bomb, All You Can Eat Sushi, which was awesome. As always. As always. We got to have the Miami roll, which I don't know if we've told you guys about before, but the one, it has... Fried banana, mango, avocado, and mango sauce. It sounds... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it might sound gross to you, but let me tell you. Let me just tell you what. Changed my life. <laughs> changed Show my life. Show-stopping, absolutely That's stunning. Never world. before. Never, never seen before. before. Seen. <laughs> totally <laughs> unique. Totally unique. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then we saw Uncharted, which was really awesome. It's not like my my first pick for like genre of movie but i was surprised by how much i liked it mm. and tom i mean like it had all the tom good people holland, tom holland mark, mark jj like, oh my gosh it had jj from the outer banks and no Thank joke goodness. when he came on the, on the screen shelby and i both went <gasps> oh my god because we had, he was in the first i was I not know. ready we had read a couple days earlier that he was in the movie but i like completely forgot and then i was like <gasps> 
Right. Simply amazing. So good. I had such a fun time Friday. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the movie was awesome. Um, I painted my nails during the previews because <laughs> why not maximize my time? Yeah, you there know? were like all these people sitting near us and Shelby whips out like, like, nail, like, nail yeah, polish. like nail polish. I was like, man, I hope no one says anything. And they didn't. Yeah, I and really I thought they were. Nails, so. I thought they were going to at one point, but then. Oh, well. You were in the clear. You probably should have said something to me if it looked like they were going to say something. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. But no, the movie was amazing. The sushi, obviously amazing. But um, ugh, I do. I am like a an adventure. Like, I went, this was not a thriller. But like, act, action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Adventure and action. Mm -hmm. I love that kind of movie. And I thought this was just absolutely fantastic and i can't wait to see what's next yeah oh and we also went with our friend colleen who is our most one of faithful our, our, listener yeah, probably our most faithful <laughs> listener <laughs> one of the few but <laughs> but shout out if to you're you, listening colleen. to this right now you have to know that we love you so much for listening <laughs> because wow because wow um and then my last weekend update this isn't really this is more so for this upcoming week but I'm taking, again, the catechism exam that I failed the first time. Wahoo. Uh, <laughs> wahoo. <laughs> I always think that's the clapping one. But. Yeah, but then <laughs> always awkward. But, yeah, so I have this Friday, and then if I fail this one, I have one more. So stakes are high, but I've been reviewing my exam. So I'll be able to update you all at this time next week on if I passed or not. So, so exciting. hopefully there's good news. If not, then I guess we'll have another... We're not going to mention it if it's bad. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you hear nothing, you know why. <laughs> and just, just pray for Al if you don't hear anything. Yeah. Shelby, how was your weekend? Um, my weekend was pretty good. Um, my car's in the shop as of yesterday, which is fine. Um, <laughs> I wish it was funny, but... <laughs> that's as much as I'll say about that. Um, this, is, this is more of like a an update about like my life right now is that the books that I've been reading um, upon recommendation from my sister Savannah, I am, I'm in like the last hour of the book. I'm, I've been listening to it and it was 24 hours long. So oh my gosh. yeah. So like needless to say, I've been listening to it for a while and like at this point in the book, everything they say makes me cry. So I'm just oh like, my gosh. or like, yeah, I was cooking just now in the kitchen and listening to it. And when like every time something crazy would happen, I'd be like, ah, like out loud and then I would be like um, I really hope my roommates didn't come home in the last couple <laughs> minutes but oh my gosh it's just been the best experience I love these books so much and I love the characters so much and I cannot possibly explain like how hard it is for me that the like obviously it's like so it seems silly like they're just books why is it like hitting you like this but it is hitting me so mm -hmm. hard and I'm really sad that they're ending yeah um, which one which book is this in the series the last one this is the last one in this but okay actually and I keep forgetting this but there there's a prequel that was written and mm. so I'll get to read the prequel um after this uh but I mean it'll still be like the story I will already know the end of the story which will just be like right and then so hard. and then who wrote them are they Sarah, Sarah J. Mass? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so those have been really good. Um, and then my last thing is we have like graduate assistant formation um, once a month, and we had it this past Sunday, and it ended up being like pretty late at night, um, just because Father Gregory, who does our uh, formation stuff, like our assignments, and then kind of like leads the discussions, he um, had to be at another thing with all the rest of the friars, so he couldn't come until around eight. So, anyways, um, at eight o'clock we start our formation and. It, it's always fun. I feel like it's always, like, a funny time, mm -hmm. especially since, like, Bob can't help but, like, cut up whenever we're, like, doing oh, stuff. tell them about the shoes. Yes, I want, yes. So, um, and then before formation even started, Bob, 
texted all of the graduate assistants with Father Gregory not in the group and said, everyone wear two different shoes and see if Father Gregory <laughs> notices. And everyone except Adam, Adam forgot, everyone except Adam wore two different shoes. And um, the whole time we're like waiting for Father Gregory to see it. At one point I thought he noticed because he was like staring down at all of our feet, like back and forth. And I was like, oh, he knows, but he's just not saying anything. <laughs> um, but he didn't. So at the end I was like, Father Gregory, I have a question for you. Um, how is it that you haven't noticed we're all wearing like different shoes? Notice anything uh, different about us? Notice anything strange? Um, but he, he like hadn't noticed, but he thought it was hilarious. So it ended <laughs> up being, good. it was really funny, but I wish he had noticed like before that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we all looked yeah. like idiots sitting everyone there with two like, different shoes on. Everyone was like sending pictures mm-hmm. in the group chat of their two different shoes yep. and me removed from the formation. I was like cracking up <laughs> it like, was, every time it was a picture came in. It seems like silly now because like you had to be there. But yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, it was really fun. And formation ended up being really great. Um, Father Gregory loves Pepper. That's my dog in case you haven't listened to our previous episodes. Um my dog Pepper, she's really awesome, and he, but he loves her, so he like will rough her up and like make mm. her jump and, and play and stuff. And then at one point, she like um, laid down like on the ground, kind of next to his chair, and he would like pet her and like Aww. pet her ears and stuff. It was so cute. I feel like Father Gregory is a lover of dogs and babies, and that's it. Yeah, because whenever there's a baby <laughs> around, he also is he like, does love babies. Yeah, obsessed. he's obsessed with Eliza. Uh-huh. Yeah, he is. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's my weekend update. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, so, so there's like a, a couple different things that we'll talk about, but to hit it off, um, Shelby, what do you think it means to be healthy? <coughs> no wrong, or wrong answers only. No, just kidding. R- oh, because I was going to say all I have are wrong answers, but um, I think like, and this may sound cheesy or incomplete because I did not think about it before I came in, but <laughs> I think being healthy means like taking care of yourself. Um, and I, I, you kind of read this in the quote before, but I think um, being healthy looks different on everybody. Um, mm-hmm. One what, for one reason, because of genetics um, to your environment, like different things like that. But I think it looks different for everyone, but it's taking care of yourself um, in, in every aspect. And I know we're going to talk more about this later, but um, there are a lot of, I think it's not just, um, the health of our body we have to take care of, um, but our mind and everything else as well. Um, so I think to be healthy is to care for yourself in the way that works best for you. Yes, I agree. I'd like to present to you Google's definition of what it means to be healthy. Hit it. To be in good health. <laughs> Google, no. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Thanks Google. Thanks so much, Google. <laughs> um, but yeah, I kind of think pretty similarly. I think to be healthy is to to uh, take care of yourself um, and not and beyond the physical sense, which we'll talk about. But um, I think being healthy overall is to really just be attuned to what your body needs. Mm. Um, and maybe that's, you know, taking care of yourself physically. Maybe it's like caring for your emotional health or your mental health or um, any of that. So I think it's really just um, being aware of what you need to do to feel your best, to do your best. Um, and, and doing it. Mm. There are definitely times where you may be in great physical health, but you may feel really unhealthy Mm -hmm. because, or your brain is just slowly descending (laughs) into madness as mine has done a couple (laughs) of times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Once you like hit like the 2am hour and you're like slaving over homework, I'm always like, 
this can't be good for my brain. Like, I'm definitely losing brain cells <laughs> right now, but here we are. But here we are. I know. I'm like always like, man, I have to do this. And I'm like, maybe because I'm doing schoolwork, it's making me smarter. But really? But really, I'm, I'm probably, probably not yeah, doing great. Because I'm yeah, getting totally. no sleep. Mm-hmm. That's another thing. Taking care of yourself by getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a big one. That's a big that one. That is a really, really big one, yeah. Okay, so kind of off of that, what are some of your favorite things to do or just good things to do that make mm-hmm. you feel your best? Because I think when you're... When you're truly healthy, healthy, mm-hmm. holistically speaking, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that you'll feel your best. So, yeah. So I think physically, like some things that make me feel like not only healthy, but like more, ugh, this is like sounds so cheesy, but like more alive, like the things mm-hmm. that, yeah. And I think when you do, when you feel healthy and you can tell that you like are living well, I think it does make you feel more alive. So if you want to laugh at me for being cheesy, <laughs> you can do that, but oh, wrong, wrong one. one. Orange. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Um, so it, like health wise, I think some of my favorite things to do, and I know I've, we've talked about this a little bit, Annalisa, but, um, I think that the, the physically healthiest I've ever felt, I don't know if that was correct. I'm sorry, everyone was when, (laughs) was when Mm -hmm. I, um, completed a triathlon Mm -hmm. my sophomore year of college, um, after my sophomore year. And I like trained for not as long as I should have probably only about a month and a half. But, um, in that training, I, every day I did some swimming, some biking and some running, um, and kind of increased as I went. The only thing I didn't really increase was the running (laughs) at at most. So I did a sprint triathlon, which means it was, um, a 500 meter swim, uh, a 10 K bike and a 5 K run. And by the time I was like getting ready for the race, I was doing the first two things every day. Um, but I was only running a mile, um, mm. every, every other how day long is a 5k. It's like a little over three, it's three over three miles. Yeah. Um, oh, so gosh. anyways, I was not doing the running part of it. I am not a runner. Me either. But I love swimming and biking. So the point of that was I love swimming and biking and I like the, I like the structure of a triathlon. Like I would run for the sake of doing a triathlon. Um, mm-hmm. anyway, other things I like to do that, that make me feel, um, like healthy and like, af- I think. It always feels so crappy going to do the exercise, but afterwards I always feel great. Um, mm-hmm. Walking pepper. I love walking pepper, especially when the weather is nice. We went on a little walk the other day, um, and and then we played outside for a while yesterday, which was really fun. Um, or hiking. Mm, I've never been on a hike. It's so much fun. We should go to Raccoon Creek. Um, yeah. I really like uh, in the gym, I like to lift, so um, mm. I do like various – if if I if it was up to me, I would do leg day every single day. But <laughs> one that would not be good for the rest of my body, and two, I would have no rest days. So you'd have like you'd have like the <laughs> legs, like, yeah, exactly, like, super like, ripped legs and wimpy and, like, arms. Wimpy you know, like you arms. see those guys they they only work their upper, upper body, body, so then they and have they like, like noodle legs. legs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> noodle legs and a big upper body. Um, I'm so sorry that wasn't supposed to be mean. <laughs> Anyways, sorry, sorry guys. I'm so sorry. You're doing your best, and I appreciate that. Um, so those are like health wise, those things make me feel, I think eating well, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, I think exercise and eating well are both things that like I never want to do, but when I do them, I feel great. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't recognize that I'm feeling great until I like eat some dairy and realize that it makes but me feel, feel terrible. Really yeah. Yeah, um, totally. So, th- I mean, those are some things bodily wise. I think like mm-hmm. those, those are things that make me feel healthy. Yeah. I think that, um, the most physical fit I've ever felt was, after my freshman year of college, I got really, really into um, spin cycle, like cycle, like indoor biking, and um, I was I was like a spin freak. We we were spinning like 
or I was going to spin class almost every single day over the summer. Mm-hmm. I lost a crap ton of weight. Oh, that was a bad word. I lost a lot of weight. I said crap earlier too. I'm <laughs> sorry, everyone. Um, I feel like our audience can handle it, but I think they're all right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I lost a lot of weight. I felt really good about like how I looked. Um, well, actually, I mean like within reason because you're always like I was like still I like look right. at myself we now. always I know I look I back know. now and I'm like I was so I was Shake so in shape but like I still felt like there was so much more to do totally. anyways but I felt like I was in really good physical shape like I had been working out um incessantly and I felt really good about my body and like same kind of thing every time I'd go to the gym like mm-hmm. I felt really good leaving because I was like wow like mm-hmm. or there's like the science like the adrenaline yeah the it's uh endorphins yeah Adrenaline, yeah. not so much. I and don't know they, why I said that, but endorphins, yeah. <laughs> and they say it's, like, good to, like, relieve stress and all mm-hmm. that. And I would sit in the sauna every day mm-hmm. for 30 minutes. I swear I could talk to you for hours about, like, the the benefits of the infrared sauna. <laughs> uh, yeah. It just has a lot of benefits. And it's really – it was such a peaceful way for me to, like, sit and just rest mm-hmm. after my workout. <laughs> anyway, so I felt really physically fit that summer. Um, then I started to kind of realize, because I was also, like, changing the way I was eating and stuff – which also had a big impact on things. But then I realized that I was like really physically fit, but I was very much not healthy in other ways. Like I was the, my whole approach to being physically fit was very unhealthy. Like Mm. I was physically healthy, but I went about it in an unhealthy way. Like Mm -hmm. I was not eating enough. Like I wasn't like starving myself or anything like to be dramatic, but like Mm -hmm. I definitely was like not nourishing my body. And like, I was so focused on results that, um, that like I neglected to take care of like my mental health, my emotional health, my spiritual health, like all that took the back burner Mm -hmm. because I was so focused on physical health. Um, and so I guess kind of like going, off of that, like what, what are some of the ways that you, um, and I, I can start, but some of the ways that you, you like to take care of, um, the other types of health in your life, like your mental health, or your emotional health or your, um, spiritual health. Um, and I think for me, something I started doing was just to, to give time for myself and, and recognize the things that I like to do mm. and allow myself like the freedom to do them. Like that summer that I was working out all the time, like I would feel so guilty if I would just sit down and watch a TV show. Yeah. And then I'd like convince myself that I should like do jumping jacks or something while I was watching TV, which mm-hmm. is just honestly sad like sad because like who wants to be working out while you're trying to relax and watch tv show (laughs) right that's so pathetic Mm -hmm. but um yeah just like giving myself the grace to relax to to say like yeah i'm gonna watch this tv show or Mm -hmm. like i want to watch a movie tonight and like saying like even though it's like a quote-unquote lazy thing to do like it's okay to say that those things are prioritizing like health Mm -hmm. being healthy in other ways like it's prioritizing your mental and um Mm -hmm. emotional health for me, for sure. And so I think I've just learned to desire to prioritize those things, like like doing the things I love. Like I really love watching TV. I love hanging out with people. Mm-hmm. I love going out to dinner, like hanging out um, with friends. And so I feel like that's something that I've found to be um, super helpful in prioritizing my, my, my non-physical health. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Um <clears throat> Yeah, I like that big four. I'm not, I don't remember exactly what, like, I feel like I had a class, though, where we talked about, like, the health of, like, every part of your person, Um, but I don't remember what it was now, but basically they listed the same things, physical, spiritual, emotional, mental, Um, and, yeah, like, I've already talked about, a bit about physically, like, what I like to do, Um, and, 
yeah, eating better is something I like always try mm-hmm. to work on because I definitely like, yeah, just like I love ice cream and mm-hmm. and that doesn't mean you can't have ice cream sometimes, but Everything's it shouldn't be the default. Everything in moderation, baby. <laughs> um, oh, and then before I like go on about my other things, um, when you were saying the thing about like uh, like taking time for rest, like at that time you felt guilty about it. I was just thinking like, um, so a lot of times like people with sedentary lifestyles, they aren't active enough. But I also think like your body burns out so fast if if you're always active. Like it does mm-hmm. need that rest mm-hmm. time. It does need that's why like that's why you can't do leg day every day because your legs need to rest. And also I don't I actually don't think you build muscle very well if you don't rest because yeah. lactic acid and stuff like that. I was gonna know? say there's some kind of there's, science. there's all kinds of my stuff. My like but b- like builder friends mm-hmm. that are guys that they're like mm-hmm. big on they're like explaining it to me once and I was just like uh-huh, it's very it's fascinating uh-huh. it really <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. like I was like I worked out the last three days and my friend Dan was like Annalisa you need to take a rest day and I was like uh-huh I'm gonna go running tomorrow I'm gonna go run <laughs> <laughs> I'm like uh-huh that would have been nice or he was like you shouldn't you shouldn't work out more than like so many days in a row and I was like well that would have been helpful to hear three days ago but too late now <laughs> but it's too late <laughs> yeah so it is it is like vitally and Obviously, like, Annalise and I are not experts about, like, health in, yeah. in, in, in any <laughs> in way, none slightest. of these aspects. <laughs> but, um, but I, I mean, I learned a lot in my science classes. And, you and I mean, obviously, like, there is a lot of – I think there's a lot of misinformation out there, mm-hmm. diet fads and things mm-hmm. like that. But um, your body does need rest no matter what kind of activity you're getting. Um, yeah, and just as a side note, I guess, like, um, it's recommended that you get at least 30 minutes of activity a day. Ooh. So that doesn't mean you have to – you don't have to be working out all day long. You don't have to be running, like, miles and miles and miles. 30-day – 30, sorry, 30 day, 30 minutes a day is um, kind of that minimum mm-hmm. there. So yeah, spiritually, um, I, I think that's huge. Um, and I mm. think like in the, we talk about in like the mental health classes and stuff, like even for persons who aren't religious, um, there, I mean, many people are spiritual, but not religious. And it also, it can be beneficial for anyone to take time to meditate mm. um, or, mm-hmm. e- or even just like to lift your mind um, to something bigger than, than you are. Um, so spiritually that's huge. I, I mean, honestly, all four of these areas, there are times when I'm doing great and there are times when I'm not doing great. And it's Mm -hmm. usually because, um, I don't take the time to like either plan ahead for things or I think that I don't have time to stop and take a break, which is exactly how like, um, a burnout happens is you, mm. you never take, you're like, Oh, I don't have time to rest. And because of that, you end up burning out and, and lose a lot more time need than, to rest. Right, yeah. And then you, yeah. But yeah. So I mean, I think it's, it's extremely important to keep up with your spiritual health. And by that, I mean like, um, especially for those of y'all who are Christian, um, maintaining your relationship with Jesus, um, maintaining a friendship with him, um, telling mm-hmm. him about your day. Yeah. There's so much, there's so much there like that. I mean, that could be a whole episode of spiritual yeah, health, spiritual. but, um, emotionally I think I like what you brought up about like doing the things that you like to do hobbies tv shows stuff like that I'm the same way both of us love movies and and tv and um that's why we get along so well yeah (laughs) it's like half of the stuff we talk about Um, seriously books books I that was the other thing I have listed oh awkward awkward um (laughs) but I I think that and I was just talking to a freshman about this um the other day but we were talking about she was she was telling me last semester she didn't take any time she didn't take any time like to um play her ukulele or like Mm -hmm. um or to read books and stuff like that she she just like didn't feel like she had the time and I think that's what happens to all of us and we end up neglecting the things that give us life um Mm -hmm. so that's something I've been trying to work more on is doing the things that I I like to sew I like to read um I like to paint crochet crochet yeah like there are all these things I really like doing and they and 
what's fun about like some of those things is you can do them and watch TV at the same time. Amen. <laughs> amen. Nothing beats crocheting a blanket while watching movies. Exactly. Um, but I, th- I think that's huge. It's actually like, I would say one of my main points is never let your hobbies like get away from you. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, that that's huge. Anyways, mentally, um, I think like we, we talk about mental health a lot on the show because I'm studying that right now. Um, but I think that more and more we need to continue to destigmatize like getting help for yourself um, Mm -hmm. because like life is more stressful than it's ever been. um, And like the stress of life never really goes away, but we we can get better at coping with it. um, And we can get better at um, what we let like affect us. But anyway, yes, I think we and, and we've made like leaps and bounds in the areas of like kind of destigmatizing mental health but it is still very difficult for people to ask for help and I think that and I could be wrong so you know reach out and correct me if I'm wrong listeners but um I think that the stigma is even worse for men um Mm. to get mental health and and that's super toxic I don't think that's healthy in any way um that we should suggest that like men don't need help with their mental health as Mm -hmm. well so um yeah, so those are four, those are four big areas. I talked a lot about nothing, but um, <laughs> you but yeah, a lot about a lot of things. I did. Said I a lot think. Of words. I think. Um, I was just thinking, kind of thinking while you're talking to, uh, just about like these are all separate. Obviously, like your physical health, your spiritual health, emotional health, mental health, but they do all feed into each other in one in some ways. Totally. Um, and obviously, if you prioritize one. Um, and not focus on any of the others, then like that's a problem. But also there is something to be said that when you focus on something like your physical health, that it does help in some ways, Mm -hmm. your emotional health or um, focusing on your spiritual health sometimes Mm -hmm. is helpful, like with folks with helping like your mental health. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they all do kind of work together in some ways. They totally um, do. Mm -hmm. And they also could like damage one another in other ways, like depending Mm -hmm. on the way that they're, that they're fostered within a person. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and like you said earlier, everything in moderation. Um, mm-hmm. That that goes for, I mean, I can't see you being overly in love with Jesus. That's not possible. <laughs> but other than that, like. Um, I'm too spiritually healthy. I'm too healthy. Oh, gosh, I need to get some more sin in my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, yeah, so, like, um, I mean, when it comes to, like, even the hobbies, like, we, we can't neglect our other responsibilities for our hobbies. But if, if all four of those things are in order and in moderation, they, they feed off of one, one mm-hmm. another in a, in a good way, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm in, I've spoken about this before, but I'm in Theology of Healing right now. And it was actually so funny. Um, our weekly participation question this week was about holistic health. And she said, um, she asked us to take a, a survey of our different health categories. And then um, she was like, how do you think you're truly doing like with your spiritual health? And mm-hmm. um, she, she, we had to like write a journal about it, but she was like, I don't want you to tell me the details of your spiritual life, but, or spiritual mm-hmm. life, but it's important to recognize that that could heavily influence the way that like other things in your life are going. And that's yeah. not to say like, if you don't like, that your mental health will be awesome or something or like, like you'll suddenly be like physically fit when, if Mm -hmm. like you get your spiritual life in order. But I think like there is something to be said that if we, if we truly focus on the fact that we were created um, and we were created good by a good creator, by God himself, that, that then like we can take that mindset and approach 
these other things like our emotional health, our mental health, our physical health from a, a healthier, mm-hmm. so much health, 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 health. But like health. <laughs> from a better standpoint, like if I've, if I approach my physical health with the mindset that I don't have to look a certain way, but I want to work out to like, mm-hmm. to glorify the body that I was given. Um, or like, yeah, like same type of thing with like your, with, okay yeah sorry with like your mental health or what or any of them but that yeah spiritual health like she was just bringing up the point that spiritual health is so important and Mm -hmm. it almost like encompasses all the other ones like it doesn't perfect them but it definitely like if you have a great uh if you have a healthy spiritual life Mm -hmm. and whatever that looks like for you that that it makes it that much easier to really focus on um, yeah i i like that a lot and i think that um Especially like when you're talking about the theology of the body, like if so, if you're spiritually healthy, like hopefully you recognize like the sacredness of your body. Um, Our body is a temple for the Holy Spirit. And if we recognize that, then we would want to and it doesn't make it easy, but we would want to take care of that body. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's something that like I've been trying because. You know, like I've also like had times when I would my relationship with food wasn't healthy, my relationship with um, exercise wasn't healthy, um, and different things. But I'm trying to like switch my mindset to like, okay, here's this healthy food. It might not be my favorite thing to eat. I would probably rather eat ice cream. Mm-hmm. But this this is fuel for my body to like do the work of God outside yeah. of this. Um, and so I th- I think that's been and I'm still working on that for sure. But that shift is is helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, finding like a reason a motivation like for um for being healthy and living healthy anyway i have a joke okay okay let's hear it um you know what's really healthy al what baseball i'm so sorry guys <laughs> Nobody asked, but that's that's the sound of Father Dave saying the word baseball. baseball. And they added it onto the soundboard. And a minute ago when Annalise was talking, I was thinking to my – I, like, all of a sudden remembered that that sound was in there. And I was like, I have to play that's it for the people. That's so funny. We're going to have to let him know that we used it. That we used it. That we – Baseball. 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 Hey, mm, Father mm, Dave, mm, how are mm. you doing today? Baseball. Hey, Father Dave, um, what do you think uh, Shelby's head looks like? baseball that's so rude <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i was gonna say what do you think your head looks like but i was like man I feel that's like so funny without him what around. do you think shelby's head looks like <laughs> wow okay so <laughs> i don't know where we were but to talk now a little bit about um we talked that there are obviously a lot of misconceptions when it comes to this this guise of being quote-unquote healthy um so i just wanted to spend a couple minutes talking about what are those misconceptions Mm-hmm. And um, I think the first thing that I think about when I think about a misconception about being healthy is that you have to look a certain way, um, that the, you're only healthy if you're, I mean, if, honestly, you're, if you're skinny, yeah. like that's the only way to be healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think it's just so messed up, but but so ingrained in society. And I, I think with the yeah. reason being that obviously like physical health is important and there is something to be said that like it's healthy to be Mm-hmm. you know, like in good shape. Mm-hmm. But but I think it's almost ignorant to say that a, th- a a skinny person is healthy when like a skinny person could have like... It be- could be very... It, yeah. And that's another... I know, I'm sorry. I kind of cut no, you no, off no, a little fine. bit. But um, right. For that person, it could be healthy or it could be very, very unhealthy. unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or, and then even if like they're, they're like thin, 
um, in a healthy way, like they could be really struggling with their mental mm-hmm. health or with like their emotional health or mm-hmm. whatever it is that that you can't determine someone's state of healthiness On by just looking look. at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, that's huge. Um, I was just thinking like another way that I think like those four things that we mentioned, like four different areas of health. Um, one way that I think mental health affects physical health is that, um, and and most of you probably know this, but eating disorders are a mental health disorder. Um, mm-hmm. And in some ways they have aspects of addictions um, because of the way that the chemicals in your body work when, um, when you're encountering like an eating disorder. Um, so 100, like, and I think something that's so hard, I think what we should, especially women telling, I mean, men telling women as well, but instead of saying like, you look so skinny, you could say you look so beautiful. Instead of defining people by like terms like skinny, um, we could say you look healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, and I guess I think just use discernment maybe because especially if it is someone who's struggling with the way that they look, um, that could be difficult, but it also may like may help them feel like, hey, I'm not like as bad off as I think I am. And Mm -hmm. when it comes to, especially women, but this men encounter this too, um, with body dysmorphia, uh, which is like, you could be very healthy and feel that you are not. Um, or I mean, like maybe you're not at like the, your best health, but you see yourself as far mm-hmm. unhealthier than you are. Mm-hmm. Um, I w- sorry. Yeah. I was just going to say like, so with body dysmorphia, we may feel that we're not healthy, but it could, it could help if somebody was to say to you, like, you do look healthy and, mm-hmm. and that might make them feel good. But anyway, saying words, using words less like, I'm try- I can't really think of any other examples like, like that, but uh, definitely don't call anybody fat. Yeah, um, well, I will come for you personally. Some people might need that reminder. <laughs> um, I think a- another misconception about being healthy is that it's only physical health. Mm-hmm. Um, totally. That And that kind of goes like off of what we were just talking about, but that like your mental health, your emotional health, um, spiritual health, that those are not really worked into what mm-hmm. it means to be healthy that those are kind of just like separate on their own right. um, and that it's not it doesn't have to do with your health but I mean as much as your outward health is 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 important and equal like there there is so much value to mm-hmm. to the inward health of your body um and that's exactly where like your mental health t- mental health <laughs> but yeah that like health is so much more than just physical mm-hmm. that um yeah, outside of physical, like even if people didn't have physical bodies, you'd still like mm-hmm. be healthy or mm-hmm. you still c- would be on this like journey to health by focusing on um, like the health of your mind and, and your soul and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, I think another thing is um, like we when it, especially when it comes to like fad diets or, or just mm-hmm. like diets in general, um, we think that like if we can just use our willpower and will our way through the diet like we'll we'll be like health like say it's like a 30-day diet or something like mm-hmm. that or three months something like that um we would like to think that the the problem will be over over and like i'm <laughs> that you'll be like um magically healthy at the end of those three months and you'll mm-hmm. never have to like diet again like that's baloney you know um so yeah. I think like one thing is i first of all i don't think you're weak if you can't complete a diet i think that it's it's not it doesn't work because it, it's not supposed to work like that. Um, and that changing a mindset and deciding that you want to live healthy and, um, yeah, that you just, you want to have energy and all, all, whatever, all of these good things. Um, 
I think it's more of a mindset change than it is being mm. like, I can will my way through this. Because maybe you can, but at the end of the three months, when you stop doing the diet, you're not right. going to be magically healthy, you know? Yeah, they say that like healthy living is really a lifelong journey. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why so often these like diet fads, um, like mm. keto, Whole30, like... Um, the beach body diet, Atkins, like totally. they're all, they're all temporary or like juice cleanses. Right. Like you might lose a couple pounds like really quickly, which might make you feel really good in the moment, but it doesn't change the, your mm-hmm. mindset towards eating. It doesn't change your mindset towards life. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, when you get off these diets, um, yeah, like so many people like almost instantaneously gain that weight back, like within mm-hmm. a matter of a couple of weeks, which which then doesn't really do too right. great for your for your mental health because then yeah. you start to like have these feelings again of mm-hmm. and then yeah, just like the ebbs and flows. I think that that's such a dangerous cycle to get into. Right. I have a friend who's um well she's not really a friend. I don't know why I use that word, but someone I know an acquaintance. Yeah, an acquaintance. Uh, she's a nutritionist and she's always posting on her Instagram about like if someone tells you to go on a diet like they don't really care about like your actual like physical Mm. health that like it's so much like you can't just tell someone to get on a diet and expect them to like lose weight forever like Mm -hmm. it's a temporary fix to a to a a whole life lifelong problem and not not that it's a problem but like you can lose weight quickly on a diet but like in order to really like change your life like you have to change your entire mm-hmm. lifestyle and uh, that's mm-hmm. like all about like working things in with moderation and and yeah just like approaching food from a different uh, place totally. but yeah yeah but diets don't really do it there was something you said just now that i don't exactly remember what it was but um oh well okay so and we i may have already said this in like a different way but i think like one danger of dieting is that you may, you may lose a lot of weight, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get and, – and feel really good, look really good. But um, when and if you gain the weight back or, you know, like you, you don't look as lean as you did before, you're going to feel worse than you mm-hmm. did, like, before you started. Totally. Um, and I think, like – Thing, things like that, maybe gaining the weight back, leads to feelings of, like, I'm I'm too weak to, like, do this or um, or I've failed or, like, wow, like, I couldn't even, you know, like, mm-hmm. stay consistent with this. Um, whereas I think like instead fostering acceptance of yourself in every moment, um, and then working to be healthy leads to, like you kind of said, like a lifelong, um, like journey of remaining healthy, but so that you can be happy. Um, yeah. And so I think that like, and this is, it's one of those things that's like easier said than done, but it's something I'm working on right now is, is to remind myself, I want to be healthy. Um, but am I doing it for the right reasons? Mm. And not only asking myself that question, but do I accept myself the way that I am right now? Which doesn't mean, am I okay with not living healthily? That's not the the question. Is like, do I accept myself right now and choose to um, be the best like version of myself mm-hmm. that I can be? I think does that make sense? Yeah, no, totally. I um I've been doing these like health lesson things on this app called Noom. Um, and I've so, heard of that. Yeah. Sponsor <laughs> and us. Sponsor- Noom, please. It was expensive. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> But I've learned a lot of different things through there about, like, changing your lifestyle and that, like, diets aren't effective. And um, two different ways that they've, like, really emphasized that that happens, like, is a whole lifestyle change that is, is, the like, first of all, to focus on um, never identifying shortcomings with yourself. Um, mm. So, like, instead of saying, like, uh, oh, I didn't meet my calorie budget today. I'm a failure. Mm-hmm. Instead, you can say yeah, I failed to meet my calorie budget. Oh, well, like, uh, right. 
but uh, not I, right exactly but not it's not like it you're yourself. not a failure because of that like you may have failed at something but mm-hmm. it's not it's not representative of who you are as a person mm-hmm. um and then kind of going off of that uh, the other is like the oh well statement sure. is is being able to look at yourself in your in the ways that you've messed up and like this is something that diet culture is very not promoting like diet culture says like if you mess up like you're basically done for like if you don't have the willpower to eat four crackers a day for eight <laughs> weeks just to lose weight like then yeah. you're then you're a failure right. or that you don't have like you don't re- your heart's not mm-hmm. really in in it that like you don't really want it mm-hmm. but instead like being able to say like you know what. I had a piece of cake today because my friends were out to dinner and we were celebrating Mm -hmm. and I wanted to have one. Oh, well. Oh, well. And like being able to say that and not feel guilty for Mm -hmm. making those kinds of choices or for saying like I was supposed to work out today and I really just like was not in the mindset to do it. Like I wasn't like I just couldn't like work myself up to do it. And instead of like beating yourself up saying, oh, well, like Mm -hmm. I'll do it tomorrow. Like I'll like tomorrow is a new day Mm -hmm. Um, and not and not holding that burden of feeling guilty for not meeting up to standard X, Y, Z. And yeah, so I think that that's been like so helpful for me just in approaching like what is a healthier lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But I think such a misconception with um, diet culture and like these diets is that if you make one mistake, that like right. you're done for right you're when never in actuality or you're never yeah. gonna be healthy yeah. when all of those diets are so unrealistic for mm-hmm. long term like every diet you go on will say like no it would kill you yeah no junk food <laughs> no dessert no yeah. no dairy no like and it's stuff right. where it's like that's not realistic in the long run mm-hmm. to say like for the rest of my and life you're depriving i'm never, yourself yeah from enjoying enjoying food in general but enjoying things with your friends absolutely yeah. absolutely yeah that's huge um uh, yeah, I totally agree. I, I like the, the example that you gave, like, today I did, like, whatever, whatever, maybe you're, like, doing something specific to eat more healthy. Um, but, yeah, if, if you deprive yourself of, like, being out with friends and saying, oh, I am going, I am going to have a piece of cake today or, like, mm-hmm. whatever it is that, like, sounds so silly or, like, uh, but any of those things, like, you're, you are really robbing yourself of enjoying yourself mm-hmm. um, and food should be delicious and we should enjoy it yeah so. exactly like we should be able to have we cheesecake every once in a while and do i, I love <laughs> cheesecake don't i love it don't i love it <laughs> um my last thought on like misconceptions um is just that and i know i feel this way i know i think all of my sisters have felt this way at, at one time or another and i think many women um but your high school body is not going to mm. be your body for the rest of your life <laughs> um there is nothing you can do about that. I'm so sorry. It hurts my heart. But um, I know. But first of all, like your lifestyle changes, whether you like, whether you want it to or not, your lifestyle changes between high school and um, college. college. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, I mean, there's so many factors there. I like won't even go into it. But um, I think that for a long time, I beat myself up about like when I, and for me, it was like a nerdy thing. But when I quit <laughs> band, I like started, I started to gain weight. Um which was, like, obviously going to happen because I wasn't burning as many calories mm-hmm. as I was before. Um, but anyway, like, even when I – I think probably at some point in there, maybe, like, my senior year or my freshman year of college, I was probably the, the healthiest body-wise, the healthiest I had, whatever, ever been. Um, but I missed the opportunity to recognize that and be proud of myself and happy for myself mm-hmm. because I thought – like, at all of those times, I, like, thought I was fat. But also, it's good. So, I mean, I don't know if we have any, like, teen listeners. But if you're struggling with this, because I know I did. Mm -hmm. And I still look at pictures of myself and I'm like, whoa, my goodness. Like, I wish I looked like that still. Yeah, you almost, like, can't believe that, like, you really did look like that. Because you felt like. Because when you were in that place, Mm -hmm. you felt like you weren't that size. Whatever it is. So, yeah, I just think, like, 
a lot of us as women, we think like, I why don't I look like I did in high school? That's because you are, first of all, not in high school not anymore. School. Um, you are also older. Also not 15. Right. And maybe maybe as a 15-year-old, like that might have been healthy for you at the time. It is not now. Mm-hmm. And and that's that can be hard to accept. But yeah, anyways. Totally. I think kind of going off of that and like to wrap up um, our whole discussion here, um, I really do think, obviously we have a female, a heavy female audience, but um, I, I, one of the most damaging lies that a young girl is fed throughout her whole life is that she's only healthy when she weighs um, whatever that number is or looks a certain way. I mean, that's exactly what the media says, mm-hmm. that, that the picture of health is twig thin and beautiful, or not even just health, but true, like you're only beautiful if like you weigh right. that much, mm-hmm. um, which is so messed up but mm-hmm. um and, and I think it all goes down to this idea that that girls will spend their and, and men too but but girls will spend their entire lives trying to fit into this mold of of the healthy girl the thin girl um the picture perfect girl um and what when, when in actuality the problem is that not everybody is made to fit that mold like there are just bodies that will never look that way like mm-hmm. your body will never I mean like just compared to the person next to you. Like, my body will never look like Shelby's body. Shelby's body will never look like mine. And, like, that's just the reality of life. That's how it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But there's always in the back of your mind this image of this, uh, this like, thinner self that you're constantly seeking for because it's what the media and what the world has told you is, yeah. like, what's healthy and beautiful, mm-hmm. which is so messed up because um, – yeah, it's just so damaging to mm-hmm. a girl's mindset. But because, like, healthy really is, like, a state of mind. Like, inward and outward, um, it's not, like, you're not healthy when you weigh this much. Like, it's so much more mm-hmm. than how much you weigh um, and, and how much or, and what you look like. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy really is, like, an, an entire holistic approach to how you feel as a person inside yeah. and out. And maybe that looks like taking care of your physical health. And maybe it, it looks like something else. Um but yeah, I just think that the biggest misconception and the most damaging thing to girls is to say that like it's only about how much you weigh is mm-hmm. is um, den- den- denotive is den- is uh, I I know what you're trying to say, <laughs> but I don't know how you would <laughs> I don't know how you would use it is, right now. is um, representative of <laughs> health. <laughs> Actually, yes. I forget what the beginning of that sentence was, so I don't even know yeah, if that was correct. But we'll see. <laughs> this, this sentence might have ended up as like kind of a Frankenstein, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, yeah, and just on like a note for that, I think we've said it already before, but I do want to note again that um, like say say you're a woman, you're listening to this, and you your body does look like the body in like the body's in um, media, right? Like mm-hmm. you are living up to that standard. For you, that can be healthy, and and like congr- Congratulations. It sounds weird. It sounds sarcastic (laughs) to say, but really like, honestly, like we should praise women who are living like healthy and, Mm -hmm. and healthy for them, you know, specifically, like you said, but, um, right. I think the distinction is not that it's a bad thing to be quote unquote skinny Skinny. for that girl that might be healthy. Um, but I think for all of you who like struggle like us, just remember that, um, that is not necessarily what healthy is for you. Yeah. Thank you for everyone who listened today, and special thanks to Deacon Bob Rice and Father Dave for letting us use this podcast studio. We also want to thank our bestie and mentor, Bob Lesnevsky. And for all of you who are Christian, or for those of you who pray, we would love if you would offer up in prayer this week the soul of Scott Riviere. And we would love to pray for you. Please reach out to us on our social media.
Follow us on Instagram at she's not too loud or email us at she's too loud 21 at gmail.com and feel free <laughs> to send episode suggestions to these accounts. Totally free. free. It costs zero cents. <laughs> <laughs> you could even just say hey or something. <laughs> yeah, I do love when people comment on our Instagrams. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. And if you've ever been made to feel like who you are is too much, just remember... You are never too much. You are more than enough. And you are brave, strong, and beautiful. Your besties, Annalisa and Shelby, bestie vibes only. Looky, looky, looky here, listen up, all you dorks and geekers. Turn up the volume on your buds and speakers. Two girls, fresh pair, like genuine speakers, breath of... Fresh air, don't think it's just two girls, too cush, too good to be shush, too queen, too class, she's too loud to turn down yep. if it's too yep. loud, yo, then I definitely mean it. These ladies put the G in feminine genius. What, what? <laughs>